It's the fucking stock market is evil. And we have to keep feeding it. It's like a fucking vampire. And it has to eat more and more. More, more blood, blood, more, 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 more. Well, my stocks are up. You will love this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Our new theme. This isn't Jimmy's back from Florida and Cindy's in the mountains. Dave's sitting down on his throne in PA. Sherry's full of something. We're smoking and we're drinking. We're the Boom X Pod Show. The Boom X Pod Show. Our critics can go for coffee. The sponsors we do awfully. Listen to us if you like to laugh while you learn. Careful with your grammar, the shit picker will hammer. We're the Boom X Pod Show, the Boom X Pod Show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. Right. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Show number 229 on 229. Wait. No. No, 223. So the, the bummer about playing that is you basically say everything that i say in my opening so (laughs) then i just throw it over to you so now there's really no need for me here at the beginning so oh i hate the new theme god damn it (laughs) anyway because you did you told us where we're from you gave our names you talked about what we talk about so but I still want to say hi to you uh, live. So hello, Sherry, and you're in Michigan. Hi, is this our first Leap Day show? I think it has to be, and doesn't I, it? As far as I can remember. Well, there's 50 in a year, and we're on 220. Four, Four years. Right. But right? So in our first year, might have been a leap year, but did Thursday show up on a – did the 29th? show up on a thursday no. you know what i mean doubtful yeah. yeah it switches in fact then it might have been wednesdays that we were doing it easy settle down i can't think like that yes. okay happy leap show leap show happy leaper and then we'll go down to north carolina and say hello to cindy hello hello happy leap day Woohoo! and of course Back up to Michigan, where our boy is there, Mr. Jimmy Artie. Hello, Jimmy. Leaping lizards. You're a leaping lizard. I'm eating chicken gizzards. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. That's my Mm -mm -mm. man. All right, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Okay, it's time to shut up. Why why you ask me? Well, because you're the one that was jibber-jabbering. It's time to shut up. We're going to turn it over to Sherry. It's her turn to tell us that we have a new sponsor. Well, to keep a theme going, last week we were not sponsored by the Choco Taco. And this week we are not sponsored, Jimmy, by the Flaco Taco. Because he may be dead, but he probably shouldn't be eaten. Not sponsored by the Flaco Taco. Okay. What yes. is the Flaco Taco? <laughs> that was the piece of news that Sherry sent around. You didn't read it? Uh, he don't read nothing. Easy. <laughs> okay. It's I don't I can't read. So let's move on. The What is the Flaco Taco? The so Flaco was an owl that was in the Central Park Zoo. And at some point a year ago, people vandalized, and when they vandalized the building where Flacco was, there was some netting around that they cut. And so Flacco the owl got free. So for the last year, he's been flying around and people have been having sightings of Flacco, et cetera. But apparently, first of all, uh, self-professed sick fuck um, that I am. There's a story that Flacco dead. He flew into a building. And so I sent the story and Jimmy... Is apparently even sicker, and he just sends back Flaco Taco. Flaco so, Taco. Apparently, the- he can be taco meat now. Hmm. Black. Yeah, but the, Don't mind the, the feathers. 
don't mind the feathers. People are, I'm sorry, people are so fucking weird because people all around the world are like crying and they're doing all these things of flowers at Central Park and they're doing a necropsy. Is that the right word, Dave? Autopsy. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and this lady's kind of crying. She goes, and I don't know what happened, but something happened because he knew these streets. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you, he's, by the way, he's got a bird brain. You know how many birds have flown into windows around my house? I mean. <laughs> how it, old it, was Flacco? I don't know how old. I'm sure they're going to give all that information, but people are was. going, I so, think it was great for a year. That's what the internet was supposed to be about. <laughs> silly things like cracking of uh, this owl. I thought I it was great. All so, of those people that felt sorry for them should go to and be on the the Drew show. <laughs> Jimmy hates Drew Barrymore show. Oh, right. The Drew oh, Barrymore show. Right. So oh, now, wait my. a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Is Flacco still alive? No, he hit, hit the he, building and he's dead. He, That's he's why dead. Jimmy <laughs> thought he'd be good in tacos. He is actually dead. Yeah. But he's been out free for over a year. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, good for And Flacco. he had an autopsy. And he had a necropsy. Yep. They actually performed an, a necropsy on the dead owl. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So a... to be continued, I'm sure. It was like hmm. how we followed up on that one horse. Hmm. I don't even remember that. Kentucky Derby horse, whether or not he was uh, drugged. Yeah. Oh. Then never, never found out. They're still racing. <laughs> yeah, right. Nothing happens. Nothing. Sweep it under the rug. Well, the owl story reminded me of like seeing um, videos and when I lived in Florida when there was uh, hurricanes and people would try to you know take advantage of the wind. There was a fucking kite border that was slammed into the side of a building. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, he didn't die, but he broke a lot of fucking bones, like evil can evil style. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you so, want to, you want to uh, test your friend's humor, just drop the Flaco Taco um, bomb on them and see what happens because it's it's polarizing. <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> have you tried it already? It sounds I, like you have. I I have. <laughs> Are they offended? And, that- and who have you alienated, Sharon? <laughs> my, my friend Nancy. She's like, no, no, no. And, and I'm texting her back. I'm like, your wife thinks it's funny. And she's like, no. And I go, hang on. I know she would think it's funny. You didn't tell her, did you? No. <laughs> and then my other friend, fuck, she just couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, thanks, Jimmy. Jimmy. Flaco taco, but hmm. I mean, there's 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 a place where humor splits, and you get up to the flaco taco, and you you lose some people, but then you also gain new friends. Right. <laughs> it's it's almost like politics. <laughs> it is. Where are you on the flaco taco side? Is flaco taco funny to you, or completely um, off? So, yeah. thanks for that, Jimmy. Thanks, that, Jimmy. That's a good question after you ask about NASCAR and wrestling and alien abduction and well, shit. There's, I think Dave likes all those things you just mentioned, right? Easy. Settle <laughs> down. Settle Dave? down. I mean, I know you like aliens and NASCAR. Where are you on the uh, WWF? Hmm. No. The answer is... I like race car driving, but not really NASCAR. Right. I bet oh, you Dave watches. I, I bet you Dave watched Glow. Yeah. Yes, I did. Gorgeous <laughs> Ladies of Wrestling. That was a funny show. Had maybe two seasons or something. Uh, but no, I actually went to a NASCAR race at the. At the Michigan International Raceway uh, many years back, and I was blown away by the absolute outward racism that was just everywhere rampant in that 
place, so I've never yeah. I've never been or watched a NASCAR after that. That's a NASCAR you got. NASCAR. Um right. The other thing I learned from Jimmy in the past week is I had no idea there was three hundred and seventy five days in a year. I know. <laughs> I loved it. Is Dave's birthday greater than or less than 220? Uh, well, 375 <laughs> minus 222. <laughs> so, Jimmy, that. we have leap day, you know, leap years where there's one extra. Jimmy's like, well, then that would make it 376 this year. Right. Yeah. Every, I, I think it's like seven years, my birthday falls on Good Friday. <laughs> And that's the year where there's 375 days. Right. It seems like forever. I think every, like, that makes sense because you could keep a calendar. The year would be different. But if it was seven years later, the days would fall on the same days. And that's what the far side did. They haven't had a new calendar since like 2000, but they at some point realized we can just reissue these. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and put the different year because the days and the days of the week are now in sync again. Yeah. My family. I had an old roommate that had like those uh, little scantily clad um, topless women that, that oh, calendars that were in like garages and stuff. <laughs> Wait. And they were like all over, but for the wrong year. <laughs> like, what the hell? He's like, well, every once in a while it lines up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. My my up north family is very simple. So uh you go up to the farmhouse and with a, a roofing nail nailed to the kitchen cabinet is a perpetual calendar. So they freaking said, Well, I never need to buy another one in my life. Ever, ever, ever. I heard him say uh, roofing nail. I did too. (laughs) Fucking nail. (laughs) (laughs) And then I didn't hear anything after that. Right. Um, I heard, wait, I heard that his family is simple. Simple minded. That's what I heard. Like practical. Like, uh, no, that's not what simple minded is. Simple things, simple lines, you know. <laughs> sure. Not the same. Not the same at all. Right. But... Right. For Christmas, they gave out plastic bags. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe they are. <laughs> maybe we are talking Was there anything the in there? Was there <laughs> no, anything you in just, a plastic bag? You just blow it up and look at it. Maybe <laughs> put it on your sister's head. Okay. Okay. So he, he, yeah, yeah. he had a right to be there. He had a right. Day. Exactly. <laughs> They are so oh, cool. my God. Did you read about Lauren Boebert? No. What? Uh, her son is wanted on 22 counts of something. <laughs> God damn it, Jimmy. That's <laughs> very specific. Of something. It was it like, 222 or just 22? More just, or less? Just tw- 22. Okay. Breaking it's like trespassing trespass- trespass- and uh, robbing and and mischief of all types. Mischief of all types. Right. And when asked about him, she said, well, he's a grown man with a kid. And I'm thinking, well, how old is she? Well, I didn't find that out, but... Um, then I went back and looked at the article, and the kids, he's 18 years old. All right. Okay. And she said, yeah, I, I uh, wrote him off. He can get out of jail on his own. <laughs> She's a good mom. Love her. She's a something. She, I don't know if I would call her a mother. Hmm. Motherfucker. Or a, or a something. Something. Jimmy, you almost took us down the path of politics, so we need to steer ourselves back and maybe... Well, what? Well, maybe we steer back, Jimmy. How old is your kid? You said 18? Yeah. So is he Gen Z? 
Because uh, I think you had a good article yeah. about Gen Z. Yeah, yes, he is Gen Z all so, the way. Then. So what's the the newest thing that you read about with Gen Z and, and how people are marketing to them? Gen Z doesn't eat three square meals. They snack. Snackers, okay. And they and so um, a couple of geniuses at the marketing uh, firms that are um, supposed to be selling Doritos said that, well, you could eat Doritos for dinner. Like that's your dinner, Mr. Right. And Kellogg's said, yep, yeah, you can eat our cereals, not just for breakfast. You could eat it for dinner, too. Now, that one doesn't seem that weird. That's My family has done that forever. But the Doritos and the other snacks as a meal definitely seems like a, a new thing. Yeah. Like, how can you survive on just snacks? But how do they ask Tracy? Yeah, wait. <laughs> Wait, I'm I'm thinking this sounds this makes perfect sense to me. I'm yeah. constantly just eating Doritos at night and freaking cereal at night and all that stuff. Yeah, bring well, it on. It's, it's not like a marketing firm is really gives a shit about their health. Their health. Yeah. Me they're, neither. They're just looking to make some profit. And the kids ain't buying Doritos like they used to. It, they are, Doritos already killed a generation. They, they're moving on to the next one. So then when you sent that article and I saw that they're trying to make get into the dinner market. So, okay, so there's there's one other time that they're eating our snacks. And then I found a side article that Doritos has um, got some craft cocktail now that they're trying to appeal to Gen Z. So then all these snack right. foods are doing craft cocktail drinks with their product to get them at night. And it really was the generation that they were never home. Like even Gen X, Boom X, um, we did stuff outside, we played, and then we, we had one, you know, like maybe you were in basketball. So that was one thing you were in during that one semester. And these kids are on the go all year. So they have been gr grown up with moms carrying snacks around because they don't have time to sit and have meals. So I think they're trying to keep that trend up and have them eat snacks all the time as adults to make money. Hmm. Oh. I, right. I, and I, if they're eating snacks and single use type of uh, meals, then they're big polluters. Maybe they got little things uh, that they reuse that they put their snacks in, Jimmy. I read an article about plastic, and it is no fucking good. Hmm. Hmm. Now, here's the deal. That, that, that's kind of like a little bit off track, though. We're still talking <laughs> about Gen Z and snacking. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're... they're I remember... Okay, excuse me, but I remember back in the day, we're like, hey, Sherry, are we going to go do this thing? Yeah, have you eaten dinner? And then Sherry would say, "No, but I'm going to throw down a bowl of cereal. I'll meet you there." <laughs> oh my god, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I totally did that. <laughs> wow! So that's been around. You know, when you're like, you know, something yeah. is more important than eating, then you're going to just take care of it. But sometimes you realize that maybe every fucking night of the week is not a good night to throw down a bowl of cereal. And I think, yeah. I mean, the the. The bowl of cereal, I mean, I was doing like, you know, fucking wheat checks or something or Wheaties. I wasn't doing Fruity Pebbles, Dave. <laughs> Easy. So, and it, it felt like, you know, that's kind of reasonable, right? It's not high fat. I mean, sure, there's not much protein in it, but it seemed like kind of an okay filler, not Dorito, a bowl of Doritos. You well, remember rice? Do we remember Puffed rice? rice? Puffed rice. Puffed rice, yeah, super cheap cereal. It's it's still around. Yeah. I mean, and that's when you make Rice Krispie treats out of. Come on. I had to eat like half a box to feel full. Right. Well, that's not the cereal you should you should be doing 
we uh yeah wheaties or grape nuts remember grape nuts jesus christ oh god no wait if you read that article which i was just browsing through it they're not just talking about eating doritos at dinner it's making a doritos casserole with other Ooh. stuff, and it's kind of so. Instead of just using um, tortilla chips, you would use your Doritos in your seven-layer dip, or your what else did they say? A chili. There's right. like a chili with Doritos in it, and that kind of stuff. So. Well, they already have Doritos tacos. I used to put, I used to put potato chips in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh God! <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and crush it down. Oh, it was yeah, great. The- Lunch should have some crunch. Don't you agree? <laughs> I agree. Lunch? lunch? Well, how crunch. about some carrots or celery? or Mm-mm. Potato chips pepper. inside the sandwich. But Absolutely. Some say tomato. I say tomato. You know? Like, but yeah, yeah, so Gen Z, so they're capitalizing on their snack attacks, I guess. Right. Mm. I'm all for it. You know what? Get them. Get them while they're young, Pepsi. Right. So you could take five grapes and put some plastic around it and sell it for five bucks. Right. To a Gen Zer. Correct. Grapes. Wait, we were talking grapes? Wait. Five. Hmm. It can be a snack. Hmm. I know that doesn't make sense in your head, Dave. Well, you could throw them really crude. Do they go further than a hot dog, you think? Grape and hot dog? Yeah, I think a grape. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, throw a grape than a hot dog. You gotta, they hot gotta dog, be... Hot dog, you kind of have to throw like a football. Something. A grape, you can but, like... Listen, you don't just want to be standing there holding the hot dog. You, you gotta fucking throw it. You gotta get a grip on it. Right, I don't know how you get that grip. I don't... Yeah. Throw that shit. It's a, it's a kung fu group. Fucking right. Um, earlier, you got to ask someone from Philly. Just earlier, Jimmy, <laughs> he, I was rubbing off on him apparently, and he mispronounced R O O F I N G. Rough. But Ruffing. to be fair, sooner or later, everybody has stuff that they say incorrectly. And last week, we- uh oh. We Uh-oh. had a doozy. And you did? I just think, like, oh, the bicycle race. I'm pretty sure it's the Tour de France. <laughs> and de France. I think you go on a tour somewhere. But I think somebody else disagrees <laughs> with that. And, Dave, would you please play Shit Picker 1? Not if it's me. How dare you, Jiminy Crickets. Shit, picker one is something. Dave, what's your favorite Ford vehicle of all time? Uh, the tourist. <laughs> that was Dave saying tourist. <laughs> the tourist. He says it like it's the bull, it's the car, it's not tourist. And then, hmm. just to be clear, let's try it again. Shit, wait. picker two. Okay, wait turn a second. Turn it up here. a little. Yeah, right. I'm trying to see where that is. Hang on. I'm going to replay that first one. Okay. All right. What? Dave, what's your favorite Ford vehicle of all time? Uh, The Tourist. (laughs) (laughs) What was the question? What was your favorite Ford vehicle? Ford vehicle. And I said The Tourist. (laughs) So it's it's not the Taurus. You're saying it almost the same, and it sounds way more like Taurus than tourist. Huh. Tourist. But it was Is that- there a Ford vehicle called a tourist? No. no. There's, I mean, he has a T at the end, but it sure sounds like he's saying tourist. Like the, Right. Uh, I am. Like That's exactly what I am saying. Yeah, the tourist. That's not how you go on a... You don't go on a tour. You don't go on a tour? No. What do you go on? A tour. A, a tour? You go on a tour? tour? I didn't say tour. Let's <laughs> go on a tour. The tour de France? <laughs> I say tour. Tour. Actually, it sounded like Cindy said tour. 
How do I you... thought you were talking about the Taurus. <laughs> that, exactly. Right. That's what that... it should sound like, and that's how he says the word T-O-U-R-S-T. Right. No, but if I would have said Taurus, I would have said Taurus. That sounds exactly <laughs> the same, Dave, by the way. Uh, okay. There you go. All right. Oh Quit shit-picking on me. Do you have a second one to shit-pick on? It's the same one, yes, but please. do it again. Oh, here we go. We'll do it again. Dave, what's your favorite zodiac sign? Uh, the tourist. Wait, <laughs> no, wait. There, that was the same. <laughs> zero for two. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 All right, there, there could be one more. Uh-huh. I'm sure. <laughs> Here we go. Dave, what's a portmanteau for a torn wrist? Uh, the tourist. (laughs) 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 That's what I think about that little bit. Right? A torn wrist is a tourist. (laughs) 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 Even at the time when you said it, I'm like, what the fuck is a tourist? (laughs) Uh, it's like when your car got stolen and it made us sound like it was stalling <laughs> it's stalling <laughs> what it was stalling ah, sorry shit picker that's shit all right. back at you i can peanuts. take it i can take it little miss peanuts little miss roofing peanuts roofing roofing the roof is on fire the rough is um, on fire and all oh, right. Wait. What? Well, when Wait. you say when when you just said roofing, it sounded like uh, roofie. You know those yeah. drugs that make uh, people mm-hmm. want to have sex with you. Oh, oh yeah, right. baby. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, and I'm just learning about um, crackers. Crackers, something. Hmm. Like somebody oh. cracker. Somebody in, call- in regards to what? Called because you a cracker? it could be anything right now. It's they're legal now, and the kids are all doing them. Crackers are legal, really? Nice cracker. It's um, it's those little containers of sealed. Is it um, helium gas? No, 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 no. It would oh. be nitrous oxide. Are you talking about nitrous? It would be nitrous, nitrous. oxide. Yeah. yeah. So whippets. Yeah. We call them whippets. Whip, yeah, yeah, we like, call them whippets. Cracker whippets. They call them cracker. Never whipper heard of it. Crackers, whipper crackers. Whipper. Cra- You're a whipper. And cracker. somehow it was legal to sell here in Michigan. It was. What? Wait. I had a party once. It is. And uh, remember Catherine? Yeah. Uh, I went with Catherine to some sleazy ass uh, porn store off of Eight Eight Mile. And uh, to buy the whippets. And they had those little booths that you put a quarter in to watch like nasty movies. <laughs> so we you went, one you and went through a couple like, bucks? The floor was sticky and there was a bench we didn't sit on. Like, let's get out of here. <laughs> Holy shit. So, so with the popularity of those fucking paintball games, those whippets are what they use in the paintball guns to shoot the balls. Oh, wow. So it... Yeah, they were easy to get, and they're totally legal <clears throat> because their common use isn't for drug, like for you know, laughing gas. Sniffing. I went to a party where they actually had a tank, and from the tank they were filling up the balloons and passing them around the party. That was fun. Wow. Hey, wait. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, you have like a, a half a minute buzz. Yeah. yeah, you laugh your ass off, and then you burn you burn like a hundred thousand brain cells or something at a time. Who needs those brain cells? Come on, uh, I right. considered it pruning at the time. Right? Yes, exactly. They were almost dead anyway. My the al- <laughs> the alcohol you, that get, I drank. Get rid of them. Yeah. So could you, could you do it while you're driving? No, don't do it when you're driving. Don't. That's probably yeah. That's probably a bad idea. Right. Okay. For that, Gen Z, don't. Don't go. For that minute that it's happening, <laughs> you don't want to be driving. Listen, uh, you young whippercrackers. Hey, 
Listen here. I've been, I've been seeing those little containers like around the neighborhood. Just laying on the ground? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy, I'm like, Jimmy's everywhere. Got some, he's got these old people. They're all laying in the curb with these little fucking silver things laying on the ground around them. They're all druggies uh, on nitrous. Maybe they're doing whipped cream. That's what they're doing, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, hey. that was in my in my day, it was whipped cream. Yes. Listen. Hey, you listen here. Jesus. Quit bullshit and play the game. You guys would Thank not Thank you shut for pulling us out of the gutter. Man. Um, hey, there's it. three songs. Three Jimmy uh, Reed songs. Oh, boy. I don't boy. know if Jimmy knows any of them. But number one, for sure, you are going to get penalized if you Uh-oh. need the if you need the clue. Oh, I hate when she does that. She but it, wait, pressure. let's let's clarify. The next, two, the next two are you can have the clue. Uh, yeah, is First Jimmy one, allowed to say blank? <laughs> well, Jimmy has to say blank in the last one. Ah, uh, the second one maybe because right. it's part of the clue because it's part of it. But um, no, Jimmy's not allowed to say blank in the first one. And I don't, don't worry. You're gonna you're gonna fucking get it. Don't worry. I don't like one of y'all. One of you share your name. I don't like the idea that we're gonna get penalized. All right. <laughs> That's all. Let's you wanna get assalized? Hmm. Yeah, we're gonna get assalized. No, let's mm, okay. how about, how about Never mind. boobalized. <laughs> okay, let's go. Boobalized. Shut up, Dave. Yes, let's go. All right, Jimmy, Jimmy you ready to go? In you need second. to gargle or like <clears throat> clear your throat and do your uh, your vocalizations. Me 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 <laughs> me 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 me. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah, baby. Number one. Don't you know about the new fashion, honey? <laughs> Billy Joel. Oh, uh, still rock and roll with me, Billy Joel. <laughs> Boom. All right. Wait, let me play it. Who are you giving that to? Sherry. Don't you know about the new fashion, honey? All you need are looks and a whole lot of money. It's the next phase, new wave, dance crazy. Anyways, it's still rock and roll. Talking about the new sound, funny, but it's too rock and roll to me. Yeah, Sherry was quicker on the draw than you, Dave. Your 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 pistol was still in the holster with the the wrap on it. Yep. Yep. Okay. So there was no penalization. There is no penalization. Nobody got a penis on this. Mm-hmm. You, Sherry even got it before the whole clue was read. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah. Number two. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. I think like hate food. Oh. Lovely as a summer day. Like distant as the Milky Way. Like pretty little one that I adore. Oh. That's all. Okay. Dave, that's ignore that other stuff, but the my pretty little <laughs> one that I adore is the actual oh, line that yeah. we should know. So that's um Stevie Wonder. Yeah. My Sherry Amore? Oh my god, fitty fitty. Ding 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 ding. Sherry.
It's Sherry in France. Sherry. <laughs> Sherry. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to use the new sound effect. Woohoo! Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. That was a nice read, Jimmy, and good job, uh, Shared Brain. Shared Yay. Brain. Yeah. Okay, finally, number three. Three. You used to laugh at about every. Excuse me. Number three. You used to laugh about everybody that was hanging out. Now you don't talk so loud. Now you don't seem so proud about having to be scrounging your next meal. Oh, yeah. Your next meal. How does it feel? Bob Dylan. Damn it. <laughs> uh, what's the song, though? But it's not like a Rolling Stone. It's not the name of the song, I don't think. Yeah, it is, right? Like no. a Rolling Stone. I don't think Yes, it is. Is it okay? So, fitty, fitty. Yeah. All right. You used to laugh about everybody that was hanging out. Jimmy. Did yes. you know the song, Jimmy? Yes. Yes. He did. Okay. He did. Good job. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you have now? I think we have uh, 100. Yeah. Excellent. Congratulations. And what's the combining theme? Hmm. God damn it. What was the first Dave. song again? Sherry knows. Still rock and roll, Billy Joel. And what was the second song? Um, you know, lovely as the summer, uh, my Sherry Amore. My Sherry Amore, Stevie Wonder. Hmm. Were we continuing on the same theme as last week? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeedy, Duda. Nice. Yes, and does that mean I win again? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what? Oh, wait. Uh... <laughs> We'll give it to Sherry, and we have to split this. Could, you guys could say tie. I mean, we could we could splitty witty, splitty witty, whatever. Here we go. Congratulations! Thanks for playing Jimmy Reads. However, I see something else out there. Yeah, we can chat first and throw that in there. So, if we need to remind people, the combining theme is that show that can be found, I believe, on Netflix called the greatest night in pop is that correct i correct. think so yeah and i watched it a couple weeks ago and cindy watched it a week ago and finally sherry watched it and poor jimmy we don't think jimmy can watch it because he doesn't have netflix no netflix but i think then we're not really going to spoil it for jimmy but if we talk about it, there was so many things in that show that we could tell our audience all these things and they would find a hundred more. So we can't really spoil it for Jimmy either. And it'll make him have thirst to find somebody that has Netflix to watch it, I think. I should have given Jimmy my password over the week and he should have watched it. That's bad on me. But Jimmy likes I to talk about Jimmy music. Jimmy watch it, but... Yeah, it was just a. So it was just a, a flashback to all the people that were famous back in what year was that? Eighty five or something? Yeah, beginning. Yeah, I, I just remember listening to it and knowing who was in it, but I didn't. And then every once in a while, you can hear, "Oh yeah, that's fucking Willie Nelson." Duh, you know that's Cindy <laughs> yeah. Lauper. Duh, but 
just to see all the faces and the understand the process that went behind the whole thing. It was, it was definitely worth watching at least one time. So the, so, the yeah, go ahead, Dave. The whole show is about the making of the song "We Are the World" back in 1985, which was like it started out like a uh, who was it? It was. Uh, Bob Geldof, Lionel Richie, Lionel oh, you, Richie. Okay, yep, here, yep. Lionel. There are four black people, right? Because they first wanted to have all black people because it was a um, benefit for Africa, right? And then it just blew up like into the thing that it is now, right? So they he quickly got Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones or something, right? I feel like the four pictures on the bulletin board were like Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, and Ray Charles. Okay. And I might be wrong, but I feel like there were four, you know, uh, anchors like that. But it was mainly Michael and Richie, Lionel Richie that um, wrote the song and Stevie Wonder, like they said he was hard to get a hold of. And he didn't return calls, and he just kind of showed up at the last minute. Right. They didn't even know he was going to come. Right. The last minute when they were finalizing it is when he showed up, right? Yeah. So the show had so much going on and artists that I forgot that were were in it. So the reason we feel like we can discuss this, and it's not a spoiler, because I think even the three of us are going to have different things that we remember and stuck out to us and there's probably a thousand others and it started off a little slow because you just think it's a boring documentary and as it layers on and you see the difficulty and all the work that went into putting this song together which I don't necessarily think the end product was this fabulous song what was fabulous about it was in one day one night getting all of these people together to record a song that all but four of them had never even heard. Right. They right. had a tape right. that had some mama, mama, but that's it. Um, yeah, it was so, amazing. So but Dave, the, the yeah. engineering, um, sorry to bust in on yep. your day, but the engineering, the one thing that was impressive to me was I forget the dude's name that they hired some old white dude that came on and talked about it is how he analyzed every fucking person's voice and what key that they sang in best. And that's how he put them together. And at one point, like when they were doing it, Diane Warwick is like, okay, I'm standing right next to Willie Nelson. How did that work out? <laughs> but yeah. he, Dude. he like, yeah, he, that was... he fucking studied their their tones and their you know octaves and all that shit, and that was really impressive to me. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts too. And then he even took it when they were singing as a chorus. He was explaining to them that when the song goes into your octave that you sing, belt it out, sing loud, and then when it goes outside of it, just fade off because we have we have a bazillion people here, and you know so. He was. It was amazing how he kind of arranged the whole song. And yeah, who was he? Some old white guy. But he was old white guy in the documentary. At the time, he wasn't an old white guy. But he, I forget what he did before that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that would be something to. He was a guy that was in um, a. He was a member of an all black church that Quincy Jones knew from the church, and he arranged vocals in the church and then he kind of like went on from there to like he just had a great ear and then when Quincy asked him to come over he made some crack about I thought you were white <laughs> you know <laughs> and um so that's that's who he was and that was his hookup but yeah it was just that that was not going to be the, one of the things that stuck out to me until you said it. And then I'm like, right, that part, that was amazing. Because yeah. there was just so many things. Yeah, because they went through a whole, the sections where they each did a little solo. And he specifically was like, this one's going first, followed by this one. and um, Yeah, and the, the, the thing, one of the things that, that was kind of funny and, and cute and, it was uh, Huey Lewis 
and how he was so uncomfortable like singing harmony. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, go, go for the harmony. And like, oh shit, I don't, I don't, what, what should I do? You know? And just seeing like these musicians that you think that they're all great in that, but then when they're put in a room with all these other musicians, it's like, oh wow, this is something, you know, it was amazing. One of the things that stuck out in my head was First of all, they had such an array. They had jazz guys and Al Jarreau and then mellow singer James Ingram um, and then pop people and a couple of country people. And there was a point where Michael Jackson is just saying, I don't know, I think when we're doing this, maybe we can come up with Sabada Boo, Jijibi Bada. And they're like, what is that? He goes, I think that's Swahili. And then everybody's pronouncing, oh, I can say that. And then Waylon Jennings goes, what's that? And they're like, Swahili. And he goes, I'm out. And he left. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm not singing Swahili. And then he he really left. He cut out. Yeah, he he split. He split. And then somebody goes, they don't speak Swahili in Ethiopia. And then they all went, oh. Okay, well, let's drop the swahili. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but it was just weird that that was offensive to him. Like singing. Well, yeah, they, they, the camera was great because they kind of um, showed you the faces of people before something actually happened. Because then they kept showing his face. I'm like, who is that? I didn't even know who it was. <laughs> but then he split. And then everybody, then I don't know if it was Quincy or somebody else was like, oh shit, will he split? Let's not get anybody else to leave. You know, I think maybe Lionel Richie was saying that he he would jump around to all the little um, people that gathered together, like all the little camps that were gathering and he would try to motivate them. And, you know, he had a, a big job to do to keep people there because they had just been to the American music awards. And this was after hours where everybody was partying and they were there working. So he had to like keep puffing them up and keeping them there. And it was surprising that it was only him, uh, Waylon Jennings and fucking Sheila E that left because she realized she was being used to just get Prince there, (laughs) which kind of was shitty. Yeah. But that, the, um, the other amazing thing was how when they when you first started talking about it, they were thinking this is like a year out and they were thinking one of their hardest things was going to be to schedule it and trying to get all these artists together. And then somebody just said happened to mention that, well, they're all going to be in L.A. for the American Music Awards. And Lionel Richie was hosting the American Music Awards. So now it's like, oh, let's do this thing that we think is too hard to do in a year. Let's do it in like a month and a half or two months or something. <laughs> and they pulled it to, They pulled it together. Well, they kept showing the clock because when they showed up, it was like 11 or something. And yeah. they fucking didn't get out of there until the next morning when the sun rose. Yeah. Well, I, I know one thing that uh, Prince and Michael Jackson were big rivals. Yeah, and they talked about that on the show, too. They did talk about yeah. it, yeah. They, don't, they didn't like each other. Well, right, Prince was not in on this song. And like she said, Sheila E. walked out. Well, do you remember uh, saying that when, when they started like, okay, who, who do we want? Van Halen was one of the ones they wanted. Remember that, Dave? I don't. He was on you tour. Don't remember that? He was on tour, yeah, not tour. He was on tour. He was on tour. They did mention Madonna, but they didn't say anything about her. But I think she either she wouldn't have done it because she was too big or she would have like not paid attention to leave, leave your ego at the door sign. You know, well, they made a mention that the one girl, it sounds like, I don't know if at the time Cindy Lauper and Madonna were not getting along, but she's like, they were lobbying for Cindy Lauper. I was lobbying for Madonna. They won. So I don't know why they couldn't have both. So s- somehow it was one or the other. Mm, okay. Um, the, the one thing that was super interesting to me is you have all these people that are, have sold millions of records. They all had big followings, but um, they had 
wheelhouses. Like when Michael Jackson was there by himself, you forget because of all the weird things he did with his life, how talented he was. Yeah. And he's just standing there with no music and he's perfect pitch. And he's just da 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 ba ba ba. And then other people were like struggling for their lines. And the thing that was so uncomfortable until it got better was watching Bob Dylan try to figure out his little piece. And he wasn't getting it because he's not really a singer. He is an artist and a lyricist, and he talks his way through his songs. And it's entertaining because he's Bob Dylan. But he just wasn't feeling the tune. And finally he goes over to Stevie one. He's like, Stevie, just play it for me on, on the piano. Yeah. And then Stevie wonder is like the best mimic. And he starts singing it to him. And he's like, yeah, well, yeah, the children. <laughs> and he's singing it back to him how he would. And then all of a sudden Bob Dylan, I mean, he was really sweating on the camera realizing like, I suck at this. This is, I'm really sucking. I can't even do this. I suck. And then Stevie Wonder singing it back to him and his thing. And he finally relaxed and went over and yeah. was able to do his piece just in his voice and not, I've got to get up to this range. And that was, that was, that, that was one of my favorite parts of, of the yeah. whole thing is because I, I, I mean, even from the beginning when they showed the whole chorus there and the whole, you know, the big, everybody standing in, they panned over to Bob Dylan and he looked so uncomfortable throughout yes. the whole fucking thing. They kept showing his face and he, he like didn't even sing. You could tell he was just mouthing the words. Like if he was in church trying to sing a church song, but I think Stevie was the one that like instigated, could just come over here. I know, I know how you sing. And um, he fucking ended up doing it. And that's the, the XX extra <laughs> that I gave you, Dave on the oh really jimmy reeds is like to play bob dylan's part because he didn't he could not fucking figure out what to say and you're right sherry he's just he knows his own songs and he he kind of like just talks through his own songs and his lyrics but given somebody else a song he doesn't know what the fuck to do with it no, so no. stevie wonder had to teach him how to sing bob dylan well here should i play it <laughs> sure where's the choice Yeah, I mean, and it it wasn't he it wasn't making sense to him. It wasn't making sense with these other eight artists. But then that sounded good. I mean, when I heard, when you heard it back in 1985, you're like, "That's Dylan." Yep. And it, yeah. and, it and it fit. Well, the one thing I remember them saying about uh, Stevie Wonder is that he is this amazing mimic. He can mimic right. other people's voices. Yep. And because everything has to be funny to me, so the best lines in there to me were Ray Charles has to take a piss and Stevie Wonder says, I know where the bathrooms are. And then everybody else goes, oh, my God, literally the blind leading the blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and then the other best line was uh, earlier, they they all kind of like fangirled on each other and went like, fuck it. I, I'm going to go over and get Cindy Lauper's autograph on my sheet here. And they all got each other's um, uh, autographs. But then Paul Simon's looking around the room at all the stars and he's like, God, if a bomb drops on here tonight, um, John Denver's going to be number one on the charts again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you yeah, fucking I thought, prick. I thought it was awesome that Diana Ross was the one to ask um daryl hall for his autograph because yeah. she he was her favorite singer and she but, just seemed so sweet and just like she was the last person to leave because she just didn't want it to end yeah and and, and she was such a superstar so cool. and, and she was so dumb. little stories you know are the fun part of the whole um documentary and i don't think we ruined it for anybody because like you said people are going to see different things than we did but i do remember uh i think it was al Jarreau getting wasted yeah oh yeah trying to like 
keep him standing for his part. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got all drunk. That's hilarious. That And that's not who you expected to be drunk. You know, maybe Steve Perry. I don't know. Somebody in there. There weren't really any <laughs> rockers, then, uh, though, right? And then when they said thank you to uh, Harry Belafonte, because he's the one that, yeah. that started it all, and everybody sang Deo, that was pretty touching. Yeah. yeah. Like all, all the whole room broke out into Deo. Yeah. See, you know, I don't watch it again. So here's the deal. <laughs> I'm one of these music documentary geeks, and watching this show, you know what I ended up doing afterwards? Uh-oh. Uh, I am now two-thirds of the way through that fucking Beatles thing again. Oh, God. Oh, I've, really? watched, I've watched six hours of that nine-hour Beatle documentary. Well, I just... here's a question. Have you seen something this time around that you didn't see the first time around? A little bit, because I actually sit and watch it. I just am enthralled by the whole process, especially them sitting around writing the song. Like when, uh, Sherry, when you were talking about Michael Jackson standing in the room alone, he was kind of writing the lyrics to the song as he's humming it. Dave, what? I remember. Okay. What? Uh... Angus, your your friend. What's what's his last name? Young. Young from ACDC. Young. Yes. When asked about going to the bathroom, he said that he wrote "Highway to Hell" while he was on the toilet. Yes. So he. Yes, on toilet paper. Oh, my God. Back to the toilet paper story. That is my boy bringing it <laughs> all the way around to last week. Okay. I have one more one more um, question, comment to make about this for on my side, and you guys can continue because I love this conversation. But what the fuck was Dan Aykroyd doing there? <laughs> exactly. he, was, he brought the fucking vodka that what's his name got all fucked up on. No, I don't know. Well, I really don't know. He was a, the, the, the a, blues brother at the oh, time. Yeah, blues I don't brother, know. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, one of the people said, Oh yeah. And I wanted Dan Aykroyd there. And then he's like in the background of the chorus. Obviously he didn't have a solo part or anything, but no. like, why was he there? Who did he pay off? Somebody was hanging out with him. I don't know. He's a huge blues guy. And no shit. Yeah. He's put together um, a bunch of blues albums. And uh, uh, so obviously he knew a lot of the musicians. Well, Quincy Jones was very impressive. I knew he was a dude, you know. He was the producer, but watching that, you see why he was the dude everybody went to. God, I guess, because he could just be calm and 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 get elicit exactly what he needed to. And he knew damn well that as long as it's close, I'm going to pull the shit together afterwards. You know? Yeah. And, and then he did have a quote somewhere in there that said, damn, I didn't know these white boys could sing or something like that. Oh, yeah. When the, the one guy, cause he doesn't drive apparently. So somebody gave him a ride home. Oh yeah. That was it. But I, I had totally forgotten that the way they released it was Nobody could play it until who cares what the time was four o'clock on some day in April of that year. And then, then everybody around the world could play it, but nobody could play it before this time. And then all these countries were like, yeah, we're going to get in on it. And that the song was released. And that was back when people still bought vinyl. So the 45 by the weekend had sold a million, a bazillion. And it's still making money. It's still making money. We are the world. But that poor young guy that was a cameraman, and he's like, I'm getting ready to give him an invoice. Oh. And they're like, yeah, dude, nobody's dude. getting any money tonight. And he was he was but, young. He probably was only 20-some years old. He was three years into the business. That was another like, thing I loved. When he was saying, oh, my God, I'm holding the camera. And right there's Bob Dylan, two feet yes. from me. And These are my heroes, you know. And he's some young cameraman. That was pretty cool. And just like uh, everybody, I mean, they were fucking getting pooped by the end of the night. You know, like, oh, God. 
this is long, this is an all nighter. Yeah, it been to the American Music Awards and then went on there and and uh, Cindy Lauper seemed like kind of a kind of a little ass. And I mean, then then you got to like her, you know, but she was not gonna come. Her boyfriend told her she shouldn't go and she was gonna maybe not go. It was kind of weird. Yeah, they. Well, yeah, the boyfriend was kind of a douche. He's like, that's yeah, not a hit. Don't go. But she went and she stayed. So, yeah. and I think she did great. I mean, they all did great. Um, oh, fuck. What I, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, because fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, like what Lionel Richie was saying, like he had just hosted the American Music Awards. He won fucking six awards on his own. But when he got home the next morning after the sun rose, everybody was saying, oh, congratulations on the awards. He's like, well, forget that. We just did this song. Yeah. Yeah. We just spent like so many hours on the song. And he had, you know, that's all he wanted to talk about. And then the the Michael Jackson part, I think he blew off the American Music Awards to just he did. be in the studio and record his part. He did. He, he did not go to the... And that not that when... Uh, uh, Stevie Wonder showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stevie Wonder showed up at like yeah the last hour. But but and, it's funny, uh, even if it's if it's uh business and it's banking or it's computer science or it's music, it it comes to the point where management matters. And there was a point where they were all like, "Do you think it should be?" A better day or a brighter day? Oh, maybe better. Oh no, no I like brighter. Whatever. And and it, and the whole point was, sometimes you just you don't even give people choices. Exactly. You have Forty people, you're gonna get, you know, twenty three of these and thirteen of these, and then somebody goes, you know, I don't think it should be either. It should be whatever. And it's just like, nope. Come in and make the executive decision, and then run with it. Otherwise, you're going to spend all, you know, like people have to have a choice on some things. But at some point, you just got to go in and go, you gotta yeah, see. it's brighter. Quincy has to put the hammer down. Fuck, he made it and, better. And the whole part about him bringing in uh, Bob Geldof to talk to everybody about why we're here, you know, that kind of brought it down home because Bob Geldof had just done the the British one for the Christmas and um, he's been to, you know, Africa and seen the, the hunger and he got everybody on the same page. That was uh, smart by Quincy. Yeah. Now, Jimmy, do you wish you had Netflix? Have we sold it to you? Do you want to watch it, Jimmy? Cause some of, one I, of us will give I, you our password. I totally remember watching it. Watching the video. Yeah. When it came yeah. up. Yeah. And then they had, I think at the time, they even had a little, little teeny uh, making of it, right? They gave a, a little they behind did? the scenes. Yeah. They just, just a little bit of the video itself. Yeah. No, like, the, the one you watch is more extensive. Yeah. It's like, right. It's, it's super behind the scenes. Um, Okay. But yeah, the, the yeah. video is amazing. So what we're saying. So Kenny, any- Kenny Loggins looks like he's had a lot of work. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He looked a little weird. Yeah. I was going to say, that's another thing to see them old. Cause they were being interviewed to when the movie was made. So you're seeing the old version of them. And then they, you cut back to them singing and there are these young people like Cindy Lauper looked like she was 18. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of cool fucking jewelry so what we're saying to everybody out there is watch the greatest night in pop it's on netflix and it's about the we are the world and it's what it's super good it's what all your boomer friends boomer people love from their past anyway what was that sherry did you say something yeah Mm -hmm. we have to stop and end this mess all right jimmy this is your favorite part of the show Hello. <laughs> you get you get to sing us out, Jimmy. Here you go. It's time to go. It's the end of the show. 
So put down your beer and get the hell out of here. Good night. Jimmy, see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday, Sherry. Say good night to Jimmy's fans. Ooh, good night, Jimmy's fans. And why does wine make me so wacky? Hmm, we all know why. Uh, Cynthia, you say good night to Jimmy's fans. Oh, uh... Good night to Jimmy's fans. And why does wine make me suck more wine? Hmm. I didn't think it was going there. (laughs) Took a left turn from where I thought it was going. I don't know. (laughs) Suck more wine. That didn't... I don't know. That wasn't the... um, Jimmy... Yes. You need to say goodnight to your fans. My fans are white-wigged wrestlers for winos. Wow. Nice. Arthur. Wow. Was he actually paying attention? Super. Do I have to do it? You have to do it. I'm not going to do it like you guys, though. I'm just Wrestlers gonna... for winos. Right. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Wrestlers for winos. Hmm. That could be the title of the show. Okay. Dave. Good night, weirdos. Oh, God. <laughs>